0: Welcome, Wrestle Your Perception Podcast, episode number 21. Oh, man. Uh, I got a couple ads to go through today, guys, before we get started with the show. So, we got the Wrestle Your Perception Podcast is brought to you by Atomic Training and Performance, the authority in South Florida for obstacle based strength and conditioning and sports performance. If you're looking to get in the best condition of your life, train for an obstacle race such as Spartan Race and or train for Ninja Warrior. With over 50 obstacles and counting, atomic training and performance is for you. We also specialize in kids five and up and first responders. Led by head coach and founder Coach Casey, a Spartan SGX Level 2 Master Coach, certified strength and conditioning specialist, and a bachelor in exercise science. You can find us on atpobstaclegym.com to sign up for a first-time free free class and on Instagram at ATP underscore obstaclegym. The Rest of Your Perception podcast is also brought to you by The Thin Line Concept. The Thin Line Concept set specializes in laser engraving on anything from tumbler cups, wallets, and plaques. They also create PVC patches for any type of logo, from fire stations to marketing. At The Thin Line Concept, quality is never compromised. Created by firefighters for everyone. Find them on Instagram at The Thin Line Concept, or you can email them at, the at Outlook.com. Yeah, we got to get a plaque made, actually, for uh for our Spartan fourth year. When we got the sprint, we got the biggest team for the fourth year. They didn't give them out that year, but I got to get one made by you. All right, then, Line Concepts, I'm coming to you. Thank you. Guys, <clears throat> now on to the important stuff. Not the other stuff wasn't important, but my guest today is a state law enforcement officer. He's a graduate from Florida International University with a bachelor's in criminal justice. And also a national finalist on the hit TV show American Ninja Warrior. That was last year. He was a national finalist, meaning he made it to Vegas. He hit both buzzers. He beat what was it? This uh, it's this what's city the city qualifier? The city qualifier, Final. the city finals, and then this dude made it to Vegas. You can follow him on his Instagram at three hundred proof at the number three hundred p r o o f. My guest is ronald washington dynamite thank you luigi. He, he's wearing his shirt i love it Damn. he just, he just, it he, just up. he just trained twice today and he took some time out of his schedule to come and do this podcast so ronald welcome
1: thank you luigi it's a pleasure to be here thanks for having me on the podcast thank you for the kombucha
0: oh are you kidding me you're welcome
1: i'm excited <laughs> i'm excited too
0: so we got a lot to talk about and um i want hold, give me one second all that talking made me thirsty. I had to take a sip. So, Ronald, um, a big thing, and I'm sure you get this a lot, is people they're like they don't realize or they they, they get kind of taken back when they find out how young you are and how you like when did you buy a house when you were like twenty three? Yeah, two thousand seventeen. Um yeah, I was about twenty three. And now you're twenty five. So dude, that that's like unheard of. So of all your accomplishments that you and you have and you continue to do that, to me, is like such a huge one because kids, you know, we're all young here, but I mean, dude, I'm like, I'm 35, so I got 10 years on you. Um, I didn't buy a house until I was 33. So when you, when I talk to you, I'm like, what the heck are you doing, kid? Like you're 23, you got a house, you're, well, now you're married, you got a great career, um, you know, it, that's pretty cool. And that doesn't happen a lot. What do you attribute
1: that to? Um, having the right role models Mm -hmm. and also learning from the wrong role models. Gotcha. You know, we all have our own path, but having people who, who give me guidance, like my parents, uncles, um, even people who aren't blood relatives, but care about seeing me do well and, and also care about seeing my wife, Gabby do well. Yeah. If it wasn't for her, we probably wouldn't have got a house at 2017. Really? 2017, she was always looking for the right property, I was just like, get it done. Let's just get a property. Yeah, let's become homeowners. But she wanted to find a newer property that you know fit the um, the bill that she was looking for.
0: That's awesome. And when did you meet Gabby?
1: I met Gabby in 2012.
0: Oh, so you guys were together, and you got engaged when?
1: We got engaged in 2015.
0: Gotcha. Awesome. And you got married last year or two years ago?
1: Um, two years ago, 2018. Two. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Very cool.
1: I'm glad I didn't get those dates wrong. <laughs> when Gabby I, saw, to I saw you thinking. You like
0: I saw your face kind of like thinking a little yeah, bit. Not
1: actually for specific dates, but the years I can at least remember that. That's
0: hilarious. So, um, another thing I wanted to ask you about your training, because that's a big part of your life. I mean, your training, your your ability, your athletic ability, your work ethic. That's another thing that you don't see a lot in young people, even in older people. You don't see that work ethic. You got that at a young age, and I remember. Seen on one of your Insta—I don't know if it was a, a social media post where your dad was climbing a rope. And how old's your dad, anyway?
1: My dad's in his fifties right now. He, he, um, he just turned since he was born in 1966. I think he just turned 54.
0: So was he an athlete when he was younger, or he was just natural ability?
1: He um loved working out. His yeah. parents worked out. His parents. Well, one of his parents still does work out. That's huge. He man. just kept up with it. So I grew up with him always in the gym. We had a, a home gym, oh. and I would just constantly be exposed to that. And you know, obviously, it, it uh, melded into my life.
0: Another thing, just talking about work ethic. You're you wrestled in high school. I did all four years. All four years. And that's probably one of the sports where work ethic is very prominent. I think in wrestling. Um, do you do you attribute some of your work ethic now? From wrestling,
1: like definitely, I, I have to honor um, and, and I do pay it forward to my wrestling coach, Coach mm-hmm. Richardson. Uh-huh. Um, he was the head coach at Miramar High School where I attended. Yeah. So for four years, he uh, encouraged me. He saw me as a you know ninety five pound kid in freshman year of high school, but he clearly saw some potential in me because yeah. he encouraged me um, to always attend. You know, and he held me accountable for for my performance if That's I would awesome. slack off in practice. So you know, the biggest part was showing up. And not getting distracted by all the foolishness that happens in high school, not getting caught up in wanting to, you know, be the best dressed or um, getting caught up with girls or drugs or, you know, all the nonsense that goes on in high school. But focusing on what will benefit you the most. So you think
0: so doing uh, being a a wrestler in high school that helped you stay away from all that stuff?
1: It it did. It gave me something to um, channel my energy into rather than, you know, not having anything to do after school and getting caught up in something that can get me arrested.
0: No, it's the truth, man. That's everybody in high school. I mean, sports play such a huge role. And um, as far as, like, training today, being the athlete that you are today because you're you're still consistent with your training, with everything that you do, and you always try to get better. Um, Did wrestling influence you? Does Does it still influence you now, that same work ethic that you had when you were in high school?
1: I have to say it, it does because it created a, a programming that I had from the age of 13 to when I graduated at 17. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at th- at that age, your brain is still developing. And when you do something um, routinely almost every day for four years, then it instills this work ethic in you and that, you know, kind of guides the rest of your life. Unless you get injured or you go to, you know, the military or the jail or something yeah. like that, that will completely throw off the programming that was already instilled in you. But that didn't happen to me, fortunately. Awesome. So I kept it up.
0: Right on. And another thing,
1: when did you get hired as a state law enforcement officer? In 2014, January 6th. 2014.
0: So, and now you got the fastest time on your physical test. Can you explain that a little bit, elaborate on it?
1: I did, and that's an accomplishment I'm really proud of because I hold myself to a high expectation when it comes to working um, and it comes to being an example, a role model to my coworkers because not all law enforcement law enforcement officers are in great shape. So oh, I know how.
0: You're a fireman too,
1: yeah, right. obviously. They start off in good shape because yes, you
0: have to be. everybody, yeah.
1: But then, you know, life happens, uh, kids happen, whatever, and they end up, you know. Um, Complacency. Yeah, exactly. So it's I try incredible. to um, be a great example with that. And with that physical test and working out at ATP, it just felt like it was designed for me. Because when I first started, there was the Cooper test, which was push-ups, sit-ups, a jump, and a swim. mile oh, really? That's, mile what, that's run. what it was when you started? Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. a standard test that I think the military and law enforcement agencies around the country do. Yeah. But then, about two years ago, they uh, revamped the entire t- test to make it more like an obstacle test. Mm-hmm. So it has... Hurdles, serpentine, a low crawl, a dummy drag, a sled pull and push, a um, uh, oh, four foot wall, mm-hmm. it, and it's got a lot of sprints in between that. So, cool. so people have struggled with that, but that's the test that I really wanted to give my all and get first place in because I felt like if anybody, you know, earned it, it would be me. Yeah, and you did
0: this when? When did you do this? did you took the?
1: I first took the test in twenty seventeen, I believe. And then I didn't get the fastest time until this year,
0: and that's when they introduced it in 2017.
1: This new test It was starting to be rolled out, so they tested it amongst um currently employed officers, and then eventually now, if you want to join our agency, that's part of the hiring process. That's awesome. That is awesome. What we, was your time? uh so it's the time to beat in order to get hired is eight minutes and thirty seconds, mm-hmm. and my time was four o five.
0: Nice. That's awesome, very cool, and that it still stands today. The test, yeah, no, your 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 time. It's
1: still the fastest time. Nice,
0: man, congrats. Thank that's you. awesome. Thank you. So, another thing I wanted to talk to you about um, was the uh, Big Brother Big Sister. You still do that that charity? Yes, I do. Can you explain
1: that? Uh, Big Brother Big Sister is a volunteer organization that's been around for decades, and it's meant for inner city youth who grow up in fatherless homes to have a guide, have a mentor, so their their mom or whoever is present in their life will sign up. And it's not necessarily boys, but it can be young girls, too, who, who need a big sister to kind of nudge them in the right direction. So my supervisor, who I looked up to um, and I still look up to, was a big brother. And he told me about the program. Oh, really? Yes. And he's the one who introduced me into it and told me I should definitely um, look into it and maybe become a volunteer, and I did. Cool. Yeah, so that's part of my trajectory is listening to people who I look up to. That's awesome. And acting on it. That's cool. And you're still doing it until this day? I am. We've been matched since 2016. So he's in the eighth grade going to high school. So oh, you
0: got a kid that you've been working with since 2016? Since 2016. Wow. Yeah. How often you talk to him?
1: Um, we visit each other at least once, once a month. The last thing we did was the Super Bowl breakfast last month, so I still have to visit him this month.
0: You ever train with him or anything?
1: I did. I, I brought him to the Ninja Lounge one time. Um, he couldn't take the, the pain in his hands. Well, he's not used to it.
2: Ex- exactly. a young kid, yeah. But
1: I, I work out with him sometimes when he's playing football during football season. I'll train with him. Um, we'll go to the gym. We'll go to the basketball court, shoot hoops. Does he know you never played football before? Does <laughs> he, he does. know that? Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I've played, you. <laughs> you know, in the street. I, <laughs> I can throw a ball and catch a ball. I probably can't run plays. <laughs> I'm I remember at
0: you know what's great is that you're such an amazing athlete and I remember <laughs> and you never played a ball, ball sport. That's no, why it's hilarious. Yeah. And I remember we were at that Spartan training at Chris Chambers' place. He used to play for the Dolphins. Yeah. He was a receiver for the Dolphins for a, a little bit. And he saw you go, "Oh, this guy looks like a footballer." Look at this guy. And then he saw you start running. He's like, "He's not a footballer. <laughs> What'd you do?" <laughs>
1: Yeah. I was cracking up. Yeah, because that was like a football drill that we Yeah, did, you guys did like a
0: football drill.
1: Yeah, the They used to make fun of me because the wrestling team trained with the football team in yeah. the off season in the summers, and we had a state championship football team when I was oh, in really? high school at Miramar. And um, they would see that I was clearly not part of the football team because we would kind of just blend <laughs> in and... Us wrestlers are amongst the football players. But then when we do certain drills, they're like, whoa, this person has no footwork. What position is he playing?
0: But see, you're fast. You could jump. You you know, you got all that. Right. But And you got the body type. You're like a big, tall safety.
1: It's the footwork and coordination that I'm <laughs> You making. have coordination, though,
0: obviously. But you've, you've never done those not drills.
1: A, yeah, not with a ball. Like you've never fast done fast. that, though. Yeah, exactly. I'm
0: sure you could excel at it if you wanted to. Dude, you should try for the <laughs> XFL. Just saying. Bro, I'm just saying. You try out, Maybe man. I play punter. Or hey, something. you never know. You you never kick the ball. I can learn <laughs> <it>. <laughs> punt return. Dude, you're fast as hell. There you go. Oh my god, Ronald, that cracks me up. So, aside
1: from that, shout uh, out to my little brother Cedric. Oh, if you're listening, man. I love you. And you know, you're getting into high I hope school. He- it's a huge transition. So please, just listen to the people who who know you, the people who care about you.
0: Especially your brother. Are you kidding me? Exactly. This is one guy to listen to. Oh, thank you. Man. Thank you. Very accomplished at such a young age. And, yeah, I already mentioned that, the whole, being a homeowner, because that take me, that, even with Casey, when my wife, I'm like, Ronald 23 has a house. What is he doing?
1: <laughs> that's so awesome. Grew up fast. Yeah, man. You say 25 years young, but to me it's 25 years old because there's so much I still want to accomplish, and I want to remind myself amazing. of my mortality. And know that in 50 years, I want to, you know, still have a longer list of, of accomplishments on my resume.
0: And you were talking, you talked to me about annual goals. So you have an annual goal you set for yourself every year?
1: I do. And KC's, and uh, your wife's a good part of that.
0: So explain to me, what's your annual goal this year?
1: This year. Or um, last year also, too. Well, last year Back. it was to journal every day. And you're doing it? And I did, yeah, I did it. I did it for 365 days, and now I'm continuing that. How does that help
0: you so far? It journaling? helps me
1: to, um, with my memory, recounting my day, um, knowing what, where I was at at certain times in, in my year, in my life, mm-hmm. uh, going back and also holding myself accountable. If I write something in my journal that I wanted to accomplish or follow up on and I go back and see I didn't do it, then that gives me, um, that nudge to, to uh, refocus on it.
0: Okay. And you said K- Casey helped with that. Why was why that?
1: Because, uh, Casey kind of kickstarted everybody in the gym to um, think about a, a goal for 2019 and 2020. It started last year with the blackboard, yeah. And you know, having everybody's name and their their goal on the board every time you go to class, you see um, if if the person is you know possibly accomplishing, or you you can ask them, "Hey, did you do this? What you set out to do?" And, yeah, man. And it's just an accountability board. It's, it's pretty great cool. for everybody.
0: So, with that, you write your training down in that also
1: um well kind of so on that training board in the in the um, gym right now I put that I want to accomplish uh getting a sub five minute mile this year yeah yeah so I have not accomplished that yet I'm getting kind of close but um once I accomplish that I might just add a new goal to that board check Ooh. it off and add something else
0: so what's that I know you got a goal in mind what yeah. is it
1: uh <laughs> so meditation uh-huh I want to get into that like soon Mm-hmm. um I would get further into it, but I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. But meditation, I think, is is going to be a a game changer for me. Okay. Because I got the physical part down. Mm -hmm. I I need to. to You want to focus more on your mental. Catch up to where my body is. Yeah.
0: And I'm going to touch on meditation with you a little bit because I know you said you don't want to talk about it.
1: Well, we don't. We don't have to go deep into it. No, we're not going to go deep. That I want to get. that will enhance it. And I don't want to really. You don't have to say sign it. off on that product until I know it. Yeah. On your podcast, I want to make sure that. That you've done it before. Exactly. I got gotcha. you. On artificial.
0: You know, well, I I I would do some reading and listening to podcasts about meditation and whatnot, and it comes in all forms. It's not just sitting and relaxing and right. trying to clear your mind. There's also like walking meditation. Walking archery, I think, because I shoot in the backyard over here, and I saw you did archery the other day. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, People were saying, I heard this other woman talking about it, talking about sex as meditation, <laughs> which is pretty interesting.
1: I've never heard that one before. I
0: mean, the way she broke it down was pretty cool. You know, I, I, can't, I can't break she it down because I'm, I'm going to butcher you. it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the way this woman broke it
0: down and explained it. I'm listening. I was like, whoa. So, I mean, it, it makes sense. It's a meditation. I mean, the way she said it. And anything that can clear your mind and have you not think about all the voices in your head you know, focus just get you to focus thing. on something. I think that's that's a type of meditation. But in the same hand, oh, yoga is another one. Mm-hmm. Sitting there and just being able to clear your mind is another accomplishment in itself without having to do something. Yeah. If you could just sit and do nothing, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough one.
1: And, I, and there's a lot of clutter and there's a lot of distractions, notifications. Your phone's always pinging. And, you know, now I'm wearing a watch. I was ag- against getting the Apple Watch, but Gabby bought it for me. So, you know, I had to wear it. <laughs> and the AirPods, it's like I'm becoming like yeah, man. this um humanoid. Type yeah, thing. man. And it and it's kind of a distraction. Like if my watch was to buzz right now, I'll probably lose. My Look train at it. All, yeah, yeah. Automatically, instinctually. So meditation really helps you to just quiet down and and focus your mind and focus on your breath. So I, I need that in my life. Yeah,
0: man. And breathing exercises too. If you ever got into that breathing exercises, going into uh, cold showers. Yeah. I do cold showers, man. Holy crap! You got to do that. If you do it every night.
1: And I started doing that for a while, but then I was like, "Why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> like this is my one pleasure for the day, just Dude. getting a hot shower, and, and I'm taking that away. from <laughs> you. <laughs>
0: What you can do is sit, do the cold shower first and then turn it to hot. And that's actually good for you too. They call it the contrast. They oh, use gotcha. They do it with hot and cold. Like if you go into a ice bath and jump into a sauna. yeah, so you can do that. That'll help. That's true. Yeah, so you can still get your pleasure out of it, but also get that benefit of the cold.
1: Is that with meditation?
0: But I think it's another form of clearing your clearing controlling your breathing, clearing your head. Because when you know when you jump into a cold shower, you're like (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) like, everything just shrivels. It just control (laughs) (laughs) If you just control just control your breathing. It's another form of meditation. That's you know? Yeah. It's really You know, it all depends on the way you look at things and And, and I'm going
1: to start off with the basic meditation where you just sit down and focus on your breath. I forgot the the name for it. Um, And then as I become good with that foundation, then I'll maybe start freestyling and doing walking meditation. Cool.
0: Sex meditation.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Once I learn how to do that.
0: But exercise, too, man. I mean, yeah. after you exercise, your your brain is usually clear. You clear everything out. You feel better. You feel happier. Yeah, absolutely. Endorphins, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. People don't – it's an underutilized tool, man. Not many people know it. I,
1: I do yoga every Saturday and the last position, Savasana. Right after doing about an hour of, of movement, the Savasana gets me to
0: – Corpse that's laying down,
1: right? Yeah. I yeah, love exactly. it. Exactly. Laying down um, in, on your back. It gets me to kind of – Focus on my breath and calm down. Yeah, it's great. As opposed great. to just laying down without doing movements.
0: Before. Yeah, after everything. Yeah. I mean, a- after exercise, everything is clear, I will say. You know, you think better. That's why I wanted to train before I spoke to you today. I'm like, damn it, I didn't get to. Oh, man, I'm sorry to hear that. It's not your fault. Oh, but, you know.
1: I you can do some push-ups. I would,
0: I, I, yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, I could. You're right. But not getting a full, you know, a full training session in. I like to do that before I do, you know, get anything going. That's important or something like this, get my brain working. It is. Um, back to your annual goal. Okay. You, because uh, you told me about the journaling, how it helped you in 2018, and now 2019, or not 2019? Oh my god, 2020. So how, how, what are you going? What do you got going on this year for this goal? For 2020.
1: Okay, so besides the meditation, I want to be more. Oh, you said the mile.
0: You already said that. I'm the sorry.
1: mile, but I also want to be more gradi- uh, have more gratitude. Really? Yeah. You're not grateful? I not enough. We could always...
0: Yeah, be you're, very you're very selfish. You're very selfish. No, I mean, you're pretty You're pretty grateful, I think, from what I gather.
1: But, you know, there's so many blessings we have. So much we take for granted here in America. You're right, man. And, and I have so much privileges over... We do. You know, many people. And I need to always recognize those privileges. And when I, you know, expand and have a family, I want to be able to have like not just t- tell them to be grateful show but them. i want to show them yeah i want to practice what i preach and that way it's just natural
0: that's the biggest thing with kids man you got to show them yeah. you can say anything you want if they don't see it you ain't doing shit you know
1: and when you do something nice for somebody and it could be a stranger whatever you hold a door open for somebody and they don't say thank you then it's just it, it makes you it forces you to kind of make a judgment about that person it does you know so I, w- I want my kid to be the one who says thank you to every little thing always man you We know? do that
0: all the time with our son man Even
1: if you point out that hey your shoes untied like say thank you like be grateful you can't be too grateful
0: you're right it's so true man there's a book that i read it was called bow to life this dude was a martial artist and he made a, a whole book about it and he would um Basically, everywhere he went, even in his mind, he said, "Even if you walk into a place, always bow. Because before you enter a dojo, always you always bow before wow. you enter." So he's like, "Even when you oh. enter a house, or even in your mind, you don't have to do it, but just bow and be grateful, wow. you know." And he elaborates on that. It's a great book.
1: Being mindful, yeah, yeah.
0: Just be mindful of everything,
1: you yeah, know, not taking it for granted. Yeah, you know, I could have anything could have happened to me coming here today or Dude. during the workout. Anything. So every time I complete a workout successfully without an injury. No matter how crappy I felt during that workout, I'm just happy that I was able to get there and that I was able to complete the workout.
0: People don't see that, man. And We try to explain it a lot, you know, even to myself. Even after, like you said, just driving. I'm like, you know, I like you said, you got here safely. We're, we, we have a privilege. So accidents. We have a privilege of driving a car, and you got here and nobody died. You know, <laughs> and no one got injured. That's a big People jump. don't see that, and the more... You know, the more gratitude you have, I mean, really, you're right. I mean, that's a great. It doesn't sound like a like a big goal, but it really is.
1: You, when you had Joe on your podcast, Joe DeSerce, yeah, and he said talked about his accident on yeah, his man. School, on his way from school, and he was near death or he pretty much died right there, and yeah. the first responders brought him back to life. Like that, I guarantee that changed shifted his whole perspective on life, and at least for a while, made him for a while, every yeah, day, you know, um, as if it's his last.
0: And you have to exercise it. That's the thing. You have to yeah, constantly remind yourself. Remind yourself.
1: Like I was all close to losing it all, and yep. and like here I am again. So every time you wake up, to be grateful. That's that's part of my thing. Thinking of like at least three things every morning that I'm grateful for.
0: Absolutely, man. That's awesome. You know, when you get it with with people that are that are athletes too, and if they lose at something. It doesn't even have to be a professional athlete. They, if they're not, they, they don't meet a time that they wanted the to get that day, the right and they're all upset. It's just like, be grateful that you're doing this right now. Like, like that you made come back hard. down to earth mm-hmm. and be grateful that you can do this because there's people that don't have limbs that, that, that can't do this. There's people that aren't mm-hmm. physically capable of doing anything that you can do, mm-hmm. and you're doing this on a daily basis. And because you didn't meet a time today, you're going to be upset.
1: On that on that same token, one of the uh, ninjas that compete at a very high level that I look up to is um, Adam Rail. Uh-huh. And his quote is be Rock Solid. And he probably read that book that you mentioned, um, Battle Life. Battle Life. Because every time he completes a course, whether he fails it on the first option yeah. or hits a buzzer, he bows mm-hmm. and salutes the course. So, hey, man, so it humbled him. him. Yeah, it, and and it shows everybody that, like, wow, you know, this guy's grateful. He's, he could be pissed off and throw the bar, but it, he's just happy. Exactly.
0: It's, it's And it's respect, too. People don't exactly. respect, not even respecting, like, your elders or respecting, you know, someone who's done something before you, but respect everything. Mm-hmm. Everything is dangerous. Anything can hurt you, yes. you know, um, in any sort of way. Like we were talking about the cars before, driving. Respect your vehicle, dude. That thing's a weapon, a 2,000-pound yeah. weapon um and and it, it goes so much further than just being polite and having manners it's having respect for yourself um having respect for anything around you because anything can be dangerous um anything can be you know have such an impact on your life the slightest little thing and then it goes back to gratitude gratitude having that makes everything easier i mean it really does it makes it makes life sweeter I think (laughs) if
1: if you if you don't constantly um, remind yourself to be grateful for something, you forget the privileges you have. So if I ended up being having a net worth of like two million dollars, but I wasn't grateful for every step along that way, then I'm going to look over the fact that I have a beautiful house, a beautiful car, a wife and children, because I'm forgetting to remind myself that these things, you know, don't come. Don't just come. no man, without work. That's the thing. You know, I, I follow uh, the guy,
0: Joe DeSena. He's the owner of Spartan Race, the owner and okay. founder of Spartan Race. And he, he was saying, why do you think we have so many people that are upset or unhappy or billionaires that are unhappy? It's because they don't subject themselves to, this is a little bit off, okay. but regular suffering and hardships. Mm. People always ask me, he says, Joe, why don't you, uh, why don't you ride first class? He's like Cause I'm grateful that I could sit in a plane and it could fly. He's like I don't care. He's like I'm going to sit down for a few hours in a, in a in a small seat. I'm just grateful that I'm getting somewhere that and I'm flying. He's like I've been in, in 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 the rain in the mud, you know, for hours on end racing or whatever it was. And I'm sitting in this plane with air conditioner. I don't need to be in first class, you know. Exactly. So it goes it goes da- we can go down a we just went down a rabbit hole, but we can go even further.
1: <laughs> but, um
0: all comes down to being grateful.
1: It it does thing i wanted to to go ahead what do you got um it 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 missed me i'll come i'll get back to it were you going to talk about the um never mind forgot (laughs) so what's your mile at now i'm at about five between five twelve and five fifteen, because I I need somebody to time it. When I time oh, it myself, it close. I know it's, it's not. You can't. It's not very accurate. You're
0: not gonna. Yeah, you'll you'll come off by a second or two. Yeah. You know. You need somebody to
1: clock you. I know. I'm getting close though. Oh, and what I was gonna say was, we're reminded um, in your field, in your profession, as yeah. a firefighter, and me as a police officer, uh, how how mortality. Oh God. You know, yeah. How much of a big part of it, our lives it is, in everybody's life, because we see it all the time. All the time. So. For better or for worse, that exposure definitely helps be, helps make you become more grateful.
0: It does, man. Uh, sometimes I can't even explain it. That's where I'm, I'm like, ah, and I don't even know what to say. Because there's
1: so many flashes yeah, of things. You see
0: out. so many things that it's just like when you got people around you that are miserable sometimes. And, and sometimes people, you know, they can't help it. They have, you know, something going on in their head or it could be, you know, they need to be medicated or whatever. But it's just like it's a simple thing. It's so simple that we don't – we take for granted. A lot of people take life for granted. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I'm at a loss for words. You know, so, and I am right now. I can't even explain it.
1: Yeah. But, it, you know, like Shaq is so wealthy. But he was a reserve cop for a city of Miami yeah, for yeah. so long. So that helps probably keep him humble and, and see oh, yeah. certain things that he would never get exposed to. Because when yep. you're living like a one percenter, you forget, um you know, waiting for a bus, how that feels, or – you know, um, somebody in a car accident, things like, things like that. But that's why
0: these dudes, like another dude, that I, like I mentioned, Joe DeSena, does things that a normal person should do. You know, the guy's got a ton of money. The guy's got to put himself through some suffering. He's got to put himself through hardships. Hard workouts I think are a huge factor yeah. in making you come back down to earth a little bit. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. David Goggins preaches it all the time. I love David Goggins. Yeah. Um, you know, people that just work hard and suffer a little bit throughout your day. It'll make you appreciate things more. That's what I think.
1: I always want to be down to earth. If I ever lose that sense, that grounded sense of being being down to earth, and I want somebody to call me out on it immediately. Yeah. And you got, you got to be,
0: you have to, um, sorry, man. No problem. You have to um, do that yourself, or like you said, you got to have somebody to hold you accountable, exactly. you know, to bring you back down. Yeah. Uh, so, what are you doing to get that goal, that mile goal? Obviously, you're getting you're getting there. You're right there. Yeah. What are you doing to get there? Not enough. Uh huh.
1: So I'm 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 gonna be honest. The the rest of the year, I feel like nine. We have like nine months left in the in the year. That's plenty of time for me to achieve that goal. But right now, I also have American Ninja Warrior season twelve coming up. Yeah, man. So my attention has been divided, in you know, that's in both tough directions. So I'm trying to maintain a peak physical. Shape with ninja, but also my cardio and get yeah. under that five minute mile, but also I want to be strong as well so i don't want to just be that weak runner um I want to be able to bench two twenty five ten times and do two hundred and twenty five pounds squat ten mm-hmm. times you know, back to back so there's a lot of things I want I really need to dial in and 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 focus on one thing
0: I was gonna say what you're doing like you know i'm not I'm just giving you advice from my standpoint With Focus on the things that you need. You need you you need to get that mile down, and you need to focus on your obstacles. That's it. Really, come on. Let's be real. The two twenty five is not going to help you right now. Yeah, it's good to do. It's good to do it, and you'll be able to do it.
1: But, I just hate neglecting um certain. But, things. but you're not. Like, I want to be strong. I, wanna be I want to be fast. You know? You're still going to be strong.
0: You're still going to be strong. But if you have specific goals that you, and, and a specific, it's like being in season. Like for you're in season for Ninja Warrior right now. Yeah, you got to focus on that, man. I yeah. would even say that the running, that mile might even have to take a backseat to that. What you're doing is so much more important. Well, not, I'm not going to say it's more important, but it's it's a it's a competition. The mile is against yourself, you know. It
1: complements Ninja, though. Of course it does. Like you're, you're right. It does and, and having that cardio to be able to sustain a mile in less than Absolutely. five minutes will definitely help me with it's, going from obstacle to obstacle without taking a break. You're right.
0: It definitely does. So, but I would even say like the 225. You could take a ba- – I think I could take a back seat. Yeah, you're right. Because Maybe do we- next year or something. Yeah, and you never know. Maybe at the end of the year you go for it, like, oh, shit, I got it. You're right. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Because,
1: you know, you're you got – are feeling real good one day, just boom.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, y- you're in season right now, man. That's what you got to focus on. And like you said, the mile is going to – probably will help you with that, jumping from obstacle to obstacle. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, man, when is when is the, um, the season coming – when does it start? April 6th and 7th, and then 11th and 12th that's going to be in washington. You submit the video? Uh, see, I did. You already got video. called? Not yet. Not yet. I don't think they started making calls for our region yet, but they did call LA competitors. And um just talking about it gives me the goosebumps. Yeah, right. <laughs> waiting for that call.
0: It's being on that stage is that what gets you the like fired up, like being out there and everybody seeing you and what gets you like anxious about it, nervous.
1: It's weird, but I love the pressure. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I'm addicted to that. That nervousness, that tingly sensation I get in my belly, um, and also uh, testing testing myself. Like I've been training the whole year. I want to be able to see what direction the needle moved. And did I get better or worse from last year? Last year I had a breakout season. Had a great year. You know, thank you. Yeah, I went further than I anticipated, and than I ever did in the in the two seasons before. So with this season, obviously, I've set my expectations a lot higher. I want to get to stage two, stage three, or possibly beyond. Of course. Um, And the sport of ninja has also shifted into more of my comfort zone. So I'm not a climber, but I do um, love explosive obstacles. I have that explosive strength Mm -hmm. from ATP. And um, that's just kind of the way I've been built. So not climbing has helped me with the way ninja's been going. Ninja hasn't been so much obstacles that are intense on your grip strength. It's been yeah, more it's like big movements, um, timing. Uh, like they have the mega wall now, which, mm-hmm. you know, is my favorite obstacle. I love the warp wall. So And and quick balance. Oh, I can always get through quick and balance. And that mega wall
0: can get you what? A quick 10 grand? A quick 10 grand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which definitely doesn't hurt. Gavin oh, would be so happy God. to see it. How awesome would that be, Ronald?
0: Yeah. Because you, did they have it last year? Did you go for it or no?
1: Um. So last year, the first night they had it, the city qualifiers. But I went out on the obstacle before the Met goal. Oh, okay. So I didn't okay. have the chance to get to it. I Got was you. right at the end of the obstacle. And then the, you still the qualified. Following you night, went to the I, city I still finals. Qualified. Right, Cause cause your I was time top, was fast. Yeah, top uh, thirty or whatever. And then the following night, um, I was the last runner. I went from being the seventh runner of the night um, before the qualifiers to the last runner for the night of the finals. It was like five in the morning, oh, and I had to go miserable. But I sucked it up and I got through the obstacle that I failed the night that's before, awesome. and I went up the warp wall, no problem. But the mega wall wasn't an option. Oh no! The would you have went night. for it? Oh, of course! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, there's no way I would have. Oh and man! You wouldn't have let me live that down. It's oh, she's like like, you didn't grand. even get the
0: 10 grand! <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome! So you hit it in the city finals.
1: In the city finals, no, the buzzer moved. <laughs> it did.
0: Oh, it's right. It goes it's, past it's the warp wall. Yeah, it's
1: like. Twice the course. Good God. That's right. I yeah. forgot. No, but I, I was fast enough. um, And that's why I take my cardio so seriously. Absolutely. I was fast enough to make the top 15. A lot of people made it to the obstacle that I made it to. They fell off, but they weren't, you know, quick As enough.
0: As fast? No, man. Yeah. Your sp- speed kills, baby. Yeah.
1: That's it. That's awesome. So this year I have high hopes. It's going to be indoors. Oh, really? It's going to be during the day. Where? Um, In the D.C. Armory. And it's indoors. It's indoors. Yeah, wow, I'm a day person. At night, we couldn't even do this podcast. At night, man. I'd be falling asleep. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, I got. I got to take coffee, man.
0: I got to take a lot of it to stay up at night when I do the exactly. podcast. So at running night.
1: at five in the morning was super rough. But, oh yeah, you, know, you just gotta.
0: But wait, so it's gonna be indoors, and is it gonna be the same? that they do shuttling people in and out and all that stuff where everybody can come and sit it's not
1: a, is it or not i lot? hope it's not like that man because that's always the people's biggest complaints you know you bring your family and yeah you got people that are handicapped and stuff yeah dude. and it's just not conducive to to watching you know and enjoying it no it on a sideline not at all So hopefully they change that I, I think that's part of the reason i know the weather is is a factor like oh, not yeah. having to shut down the course because it's drizzling oh my or snowing, or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. So that's part of the reason it's indoors.
0: Hopefully, one day they make it to a stadium. No, not a stadium, but a, like an arena. I would say so yeah. that everybody can sit and watch. Absolutely, that's it. That that would be the goal. Yeah. You know, everybody can watch. Yeah. You don't have to no BS. They can watch it on a big screen. You
1: know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I mean, dude, they have the money now. Are you kidding me? They, they have to have the money. Oh They've only God. given out the two million dollars out of twelve seasons twice.
0: You know, they make they probably make two million dollars in like th- the first episode. The thirty minute, like ten minutes of the first episode. So
1: come on. Exactly. I mean, it felt good this year. I got a ten ninety nine from them in the mail. So Oh course, yeah, yeah. You got to file some taxes. Really? Because they paid me. What
0: do they? Oh, what do they pay you for? That's awesome.
1: Every time you complete a round, so the city qualifiers, they give you a check. To, I didn't know that. You know, finals, they give you a check to go. What? A little bit of spending money. Is it
0: nice? Well, I'm not gonna ask you the price, but it, it was good.
1: It's, it's nice. Yeah, it makes you feel like okay, this hasn't been a one way street. Oh, okay. You know? give it some you get some. So every
0: time you pass around. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. It's a nice, nice incentive. But they don't pay for your plane ticket. Oh yeah, to Vegas they do. Oh, yeah. they do. But
1: not to the um city. city no, no, no that actually. I know. What about your hotel? They pay for your they hotel. They pay for the hotel <gasps> and a plus one. Wow. Look at Louis, you thinking about Ninja Warrior. That's Ward. cool. No, I'm not. Not even <laughs> close. <laughs> I, got,
0: I got a lot of other things I'm thinking about. I never got into that, but I'm trying
1: to get Gabby into it, man. She should. She got so much potential. But it, it,
0: she's got to like it though. She does have to she, like it. does she like it or love it, I should say. I should even say love it
1: because she doesn't like the pressure. That's she doesn't the, like the pressure. She she's a natural when it comes to the obstacles, the heights, and the pressure gets to her.
0: Well that she can work on that. Right. That's something you could work on. Yeah. Um so now, explain to me what's your what's a day like for you as far as like your training, your job, your life, your eating. Okay, can we hit pause and do yeah, it, put let's do Luigi
1: it on the fly. I got a pee so bad. Go, go, get out of here! Right behind you, on the left.
0: Yeah, we're in my house right now, and Ronald took the time out of his day to come out here. So, w- this is how we do it, man. I can't, I can't fake it and go to a commercial for, uh, for a bathroom break. But so far, so good. Got the new roof on the patio. It's looking good. Nice sunny day in South Florida. So, all is good. I'm looking to get some other guests on. If you guys have any ideas for guests, let me know in the comments on Apple Podcasts, on Instagram when I post the um the flyer for this episode. So yeah, let me know. Let me know with any ideas too. I'm always open to to ideas and improvement and whatnot. So I can't say whatnot anymore. I've been sto- I stopped saying it for a while, but now I just said it again. So. It's almost like saying, "up." excuse me. That's totally done with. I don't know if you guys listened to that episode when I was talking about that, but it's done. It's gone. So, let's see what we got for Ronald. Uh, Okay, I know what I want to ask him. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, give me a rating on Apple Podcasts. Give me a rating on Podbean. Give me a rating on Google Play Music, on Spotify. Anything helps. You know, good or bad, I don't care. Let me hear it. I'm open to anything. You know, it's that's how you improve. You got to hear all aspects of what people have to say. Unless they're a dick, then it's not. You know, then it really doesn't matter what they say. But I still, I take in you know, I take the good and the bad. I take the good from everything and the bad from everything. Ronald's back.
1: I have no idea what he was talking.
0: You, about. It was. It was. Wasn't really much about you, but I. Yeah, I just got to go ramble. I'll um, listen to it later. <laughs> so. What were we saying now?
1: What's a day? What's oh yes, day one of your days. Training. Give me a day. Uh, okay, let's.
0: First let's off, how I many days been. a week do you train?
1: Um, too many. <laughs> you tra- Man, I've lately I've been training Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sometimes Sunday. I skip Friday. <laughs> no, no, no. See, wait for it. I do skip Friday sometimes um, because I work a 16-hour day on Thursday. Okay. So, Friday morning, I'm just not trying to get up. And, you know, I need to let the body kind of recharge and refuel. And then I'm back at it again on Saturday morning. I do a little yoga session Good. and maybe something with Gabby. We'll hit a beach or something like that.
0: Why don't you ever come to a Saturday class? It's a big class, man.
1: Um, weekends are really for one-on-one time with, with Gabby, man. Um, I, I I came to one Saturday class. Got really sandy, and I know it sounds no, like no. I bad mean, at excuse. the gym, not oh, at, the, at the gym. Yeah,
0: the Spartan class. Why don't you ever do that?
1: I, I think because the yoga, man. Saturday at eight thirty is mm-hmm. yoga. Okay, at the a Yellow Green Farmers Market. Oh,
0: green okay, you go to yoga over there.
1: Yeah, so I mean, if that time was shifted, I would do it. What's the la- what's the last Saturday? Eight thirty,
0: nine thirty,
1: ten thirty. Uh, eight eight o'clock, nine o'clock, ten o'clock. So I can probably do the ten o'clock.
0: I'm saying if you 30. came out there. We got a lot of heavy hitters that come out. That's why. We got a lot of
1: fast, obstacle dudes on
0: there. That's good, dude. And we got Ronald, David, Sean, Ruben, uh, John G. We got a lot of hammerheads coming out there. Yeah, dude.
1: Oh, we got to mention everybody now. (laughs) Well, Eric. (laughs) I'm I'm just
0: saying. I'm just off the top of my head. I mean, a lot of high-level guys out there, and I think you would would benefit from that.
1: John G, shout out to him. He's been on his grind. Oh, yeah, John.
0: Those guys are a bunch of animals, man. Going in that class, and you don't know David. O'clock. David Blanchard? No. I mean, 49-year-old? No. The guy's a monster. He's he like a Sean. He just got injured, yeah, but
1: he's, dude, unbelievable. Yeah? Yeah. All right, I'm, guys, yeah, I yeah, he's watch like a out. Sean. Stand by, Dan, Dynamite's going to explode <laughs> into <laughs> that gonna, 10 a.m. Yeah. class on it's, Saturday. It, it depends. It's either, um,
0: they come to 9 and 10, a lot of those guys. Okay. we could. We, I can um, find out and see who's coming out.
1: Good deal, you know, I'll look at the consistency. Right after the yoga, hit up some. It's you SGX. might want to do yoga after. No, I can't. Why? Because the class is only at eight thirty. Just do
0: your yoga on your app or something. After, you know what I mean. I probably could, because you know you want to get you want to do all that release after all you know that then that
1: I'll be intense. i smelling like crap. You will be <laughs> in front of all the the yogis. Uh, you,
0: dude, those yogis all smell anyway. So whatever. Hippie <laughs> yogi. They all, yogis, they all smell like garlic. <laughs> i was just kidding. <laughs> No, but I'm saying because you can get that nice stretch after a hard workout, you know. Yeah, it's like a competition style workout. I mean, everybody's I'll try very try it both
1: ways. This Saturday, I'll try it after yoga, and you know, it is a warm up, if anything. The the that's yoga true class, too. So we'll see how I feel. There, maybe but I'll everybody,
0: you know how it is at the gym. Everybody's supportive. They get competitive, but everybody loves each other. And everybody, if there's somebody there that can't do something, nobody gets the dick. Get, well, no one acts like a dick. I said, let no let one me gets tell the you dick.
1: You're listening something about ATP. Go ahead. A Spartan race. Like before the for example, where did we get biggest team there? Yeah, we did. Awesome. Shout out to that.
0: We're on track this year, hopefully. So,
1: so going to an ATP class, if you want to get fired up and feel the electricity in a room <laughs> or in a gym, go to an ATP class the week of a big Spartan race. Man, it really <laughs> just – I mean, it's like you're on cloud nine because everybody's pumped up, everybody's cheering each other on, the gym's packed it's true and man even though i'm usually tired i don't go to evening classes unless it's ninja on tuesdays mm-hmm. going to the evening atp class fires me up it wakes me up because of just the the energy the good positive vibes in the room yeah man thank you and it's truth
0: it. man that's what we, we try to push that you know yeah. we try to get the you know we keep the best people not i say the best people but we keep the best attitudes for some reason. The people with good attitudes stay with us. It's yeah, pretty cool. Dude, if
1: you have a bad attitude, they kick you out. Yeah,
0: we kick you out. No. <laughs> if you have a bad attitude, usually you'll change. And your bad attitude, will, it'll be, become a good attitude. It, that's just how it works. It, we got good, a lot of good people there.
1: Shout out to Coach John, who who takes care of me every 0630 class early in the morning, the crack of dawn.
0: John gives him massages, massages his feet. John's a professional masseuse. He brings a hyperbole, but... He's, I'm just kidding. He hasn't started that yet, <laughs> giving us massage. No, shout out to Coach John. We're grateful to have him yeah. holding down the mornings. Um, So, back to your day. Exactly. You generally get up early and train? Well, yes, you train at 6.30 almost every day. Yeah, so. And then, um, what's your meal? what are your meals like? Because I know people, they look to you. A lot of people look to you for inspiration, for advice, for a lot of things. Because they see your ability, they see your focus... They see your accomplishments. So okay. you wake up in the morning, you train. Do you eat before you train?
1: Typically, no. Um, okay. But I will make a smoothie. I have this little portable blender. Um, so I'll wake up before 5 a.m. With, okay. with Gabby, we'll go for a run, Okay, like a two, three-mile jog. Sometimes we'll do um, some calisthenics, and then I go straight into ATP at zero i mm-hmm. I'm all warmed up from the pre-workout with Gabby, so 630 class is usually bomb. And then um, I usually go straight to work at about 8.30. Um, on Tuesday nights, I do, a, it's like a three-a-day. It's usually a 16-hour day at work, 16 hours? No, no, work's usually eight hours. Okay. Only, only on Thursdays I do a double. Okay. Yeah, so I work 48-hour weeks. But uh, for breakfast, after my workout, um, it's almost always oatmeal. And I throw whatever I want in the oatmeal, right. peanut butter and some... Um, avocado oil or coconut oil um you know some sugar or agave agave sweetener gotcha. cinnamon things like that you just spruce it up however you want yeah
0: and then what do you what do you do after that so you got your, and your I breakfast always bring
1: my lunch to work so okay. i'm not eating out even though i'm always on the road at work or on the boat um i'll bring usually a salad and we'll meal prep on the sunday night um, before the week gets started it might be some spaghetti. It could be like a quinoa bowl or a lentil bowl. Um, it, it really just depends. Yeah, I, I bring my food to work, and I think that's important. Guys, don't always eat out.
0: That's true. What about for dinner when you're on when you're on shift? You get home and you'll usually have your dinner from the the meal prep that you've done the, the Sunday before. Or
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. So if if we're um, tired, like if it's the end of the week and we're the food's getting kind of old, and we'll have these. These uh, bowls, these like protein bowls that a lot of stores are carrying now, Publix will carry them. You just pop them in the microwave and it'll have like lentils, quinoa, chickpeas and a bunch of vegetables in there. And um, those Power Bowls usually can serve as lunch or dinner, depending on, you know, if I want where when I want to eat the leftovers or if I want to eat them at all. But um, I try to always have a side of vegetables. If it's lettuce or spinach or broccoli, just something. We, we have a lot of vegetables in our freezer. But
0: everything you eat is plant-based anyway.
1: Yeah, everything I eat is plant-based. Yeah,
0: Ronald doesn't eat meat, folks. We got another one. See? I mean, some it's, people... How long has it been, three years? It's
1: been about three years. If, if awesome. I'm out and there's nothing else to eat, and there's like, let's say, egg and something or milk and something, then I might...
0: You know, just yeah, it. but you're mostly plant based. Most you're definitely. not gonna go and eat a steak. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. I haven't so. a
1: steak in forever.
0: What about what about like um, fish or ribs or anything?
1: Um, I might have had a shrimp not too long ago. We got them. We got them. <laughs> it's all right. But never it. in my house. If you go to my household, it's, it's all it's plant based. Okay. Yeah, um, if the foods, you know, I'm out. I'm out there. I w- I don't want my tolerance to to go to zero. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to still have some some somewhat of a tolerance for. You know, because if stuff hits the fan... An animal product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If the Armageddon breaks out and I want to be able to survive and not have a stomach ache. I hear you. (laughs) That's funny. That's a funny way to put it. Hey, man, it's true.
0: So, do you incorporate any type of recovery into your daily routines or weekly routine Um, as far as stretching, massage, ice baths, foam rolling, anything like that?
1: So, I I stretch. I do a deep stretch. um, Usually... At home, mm-hmm. um, I'll stretch my upper body throughout the day. Okay. And at ATP, I do the foam rolling after class. Okay. And John's usually pretty good about lead, leading like a five to ten minute stretch after the workout. Good. I could definitely afford to stretch more.
0: Yeah. most of us can. All, all of us. Absolutely. Yeah. Myself included.
1: You do a great stretch. I like to I remember stretch. when I used to take your class. What, the recovery class? Yeah, we'll take off our shoes and just oh, yeah, I go to I town that, man. on that. feet, our hips. Dude.
0: That's the way to do it, man. I love doing that. Yeah, you take the stretching seriously, and I appreciate that. <sighs> Absolutely, man. Especially at class. Uh,
1: what else was I gonna say?
0: Uh, what else you got, Ronald? You got a paper in front of you.
1: Um. So I'm. I need to focus more on mental. Here, I have some notes that I wrote down that I'm going to be reading the night before any big competition.
0: Oh, okay. So this is part of your when you. F- yeah. part of competing. Yes. This is like focused. my
1: prep, my mental prep, because I, I always do the physical part and that's only going to get you so far. Mm-hmm. If you, um, sell yourself out mentally or you just kind of, I don't know, like if, sabotage if, if you're yourself. not there, yeah. If you're sabotage yourself ment- mentally by having any doubts, then, you know, you're probably going to fail the course.
0: Have you done this before? Like, how, what have you got? How'd you learn this? You learn doing this from your own experience and, Screwing up your own head?
1: Kai showed um, – yes. So pretty much I think that um, I'm missing something from my training. Because gotcha. the level of training I've been doing physically should be enough to get me further in competitions. Mm-hmm. And I've been a little disappointed with the outcome of, like, the last couple of competitions I've did. So I've been trying to figure out where I'm falling short. And and Kaye shared a book with me. If mm-hmm. you guys don't know Kai Alexander, he's the street beast. Just opened up a gym. Yeah, um, the, he's on
0: the. He was on the show. I'm gonna yeah, he was on, on the show.
1: He, he's been my ninja coach for a couple years now. Um, the book he's studying now is called "With Winning in Mind" by Lanny Bassam, mm-hmm. and it has the guy is a uh, just a background on the author. He's an Olympic um, gold medalist and also an Olympic coach. So he he trains people. He wrote a book about winning, mm-hmm. and this this book is about mental programming and, and steps you can take in order to to train your mind as well as you train your body yeah. and perform at your peak level.
0: And have you been doing it lately?
1: So I haven't been able to employ any of the exercises from that book because I just finished the book and I haven't had a competition since then. Okay. But um, now that I have these notes, this is relatively new. Um, I'm going to definitely in, uh, use it for the next competition and, you know, see where it leads me.
0: Yeah. The thing is you got to look at it also. I mean, obviously it's great that you're doing improve, that you're trying to improve on every aspect, but sometimes it's just a bad day. It's a bad It's just a bad competition, it's a bad training session. And you know that. You've had them before, you know? So yeah. sometimes it's as simple as that. You don't seem like you believe me right now.
1: <laughs> you're like, "Well, cuz I feel like that's the easy way out." Like sometimes to, it's the only to, but no, but you just say, "Oh man, I was having a bad day." You know, how many bad days does it take for you to to, to look inside and say, oh, I need to do something differently. You know, like my my last competition, I went out on stage one, and I think th- I wasn't ready for an adversity. I wasn't ready for adversity within the within the course. And really? Yeah, the rope got tangled around my neck, my leg, my leg. not God it
0: was your, it was your neck. <laughs> <laughs> God.
1: Yeah. That would have been a great excuse, but oh it got God. tangled around my leg, and it interfered with me transitioning to the next obstacle. But I need to be able to anticipate those um, obstacles within obstacles and be better about regaining my composure and continuing on without letting that um, stop me. Or you think
0: me. you get you get like a little anxious when something like that happens, like you start to freak out oh, a little yeah. bit. Really? Yeah, it
1: definitely makes me want to move faster and just really just get through it. And that's usually where you where I mess up instead of staying calm, instead trying of to sp- staying calm, reorienting. Yeah. Focused on the game plan. Yeah. Kind of want to move and react Uh properly
0: okay and you think this is gonna do you think this book is helping you so far I mean you haven't get to employ it like you said but you feel like do you like what it has to say
1: all the advice in it seems sound and you know the proof is is within the 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 author you know his being an Olympic gold medalist like Mm -hmm. that's nothing to sneeze at that's like the highest level of achievement you can get so it has to work it's better than not doing anything oh yeah
0: it's better because you're gonna learn something you're always gonna learn
1: exactly you read often? Any books? I'm getting more into reading. Yeah. But um, I, I don't read as often as I used to. Yeah. I listen more to audio books and stuff like that, podcasts. That's the
0: thing, man. When we're driving so much, it's so much easier just to listen to a book instead of reading it, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, you're in a car. I mean, you're on a boat a lot as well. Can you listen on the boat or no? Not you really. probably shouldn't. You want to no. have all yeah. your yeah.
1: senses and faculty yeah. ready.
0: That's true. But... Yeah, man. When I'm driving, I got a 45 minute drive each way, you know. So, something's coming back is even worse than the traffic. So, I listen to podcasts all the time.
1: Yeah, it kind of takes you out of the, the the monotony of the traffic and you know road rage and stuff oh, yeah. like that. You know, you're, <laughs> you're enjoying the ride. It's true,
0: and and you're not just uh, listening to you know I love music, but you know you can listen to something and learn something from it.
1: Exactly, that's the
0: way I look at it. You know, so. You, what you guys else? should
1: review this podcast if you're enjoying it, or if you enjoyed any episode. <laughs> Thank you, Ronald. And review it; it's awesome.
0: Thank you. What um, what do you got going on now? I know you're training; you're trying to achieve that five under five minute mile, which is definitely no easy feat. Um, you got Ninja Warrior coming up that you're training for. What else you got coming on? Um,
1: I want to focus less on just physical aspects and you know being an athlete but I want to also be well rounded and you know think about spiritual mm-hmm. um the mental as we already spoke of and and being there for my family you know showing up for my little brother my big brothers being a better cousin a better husband so um how, how whatever that means I just want to be more present um whenever I'm not working out and I'm around my family and spend more time with them
0: that's good that's good and 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 it's like it's like another another thing that we talked about it's easier said than done you know especially if you're with people and with your family and not being on your phone because it's easy to get caught up in that you know go on your phone real quick and then all of a sudden you're on your phone and you got your family around or whatever but yeah being present and being around the people you love is a really important thing and staying grounded
1: and Absolutely. listening to them because you know people will your 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 mom or your um your nephew will tell you something, and you might not be in the right headspace to really process what they just told you. It might hit you later on the significance of what they told you, and you're like, oh man, like you know I could have told them something that would have, you know, helped improve the situation or or whatever it was. Like, I can't believe I just let that blow over my head. It's true. And and um I I don't want people to just look at me as like this dumb jock or this athlete. Like, yeah. Like, I want to you know bring everything to the table everything that i know i'm capable of
0: that's cool so you feel like you have any other any other um path that you would want to go besides being an officer i know you're going to probably promote in your ranks and you're going to want to move up is there anything else that you would want to do after that because i mean you're going to retire at a, very, at a relatively young age so I mean, you're going to do something. Any, you ever thought about that? I know it's a little soon, but
1: no, it's never too soon to think about retirement. I, I've already got a few retirement accounts. So I'm, for you, man, I'm I'm work. I'm you know thinking about how quick time flies. You know, I, I wouldn't have thought I'd be here already where I'm at, but I know that in another twenty years, I'm going to look back like, whoa, mm-hmm. where did the time go?
0: Because you've been on five years now. Yeah, you're done in another twenty.
1: Well, I've been on longer than five years, like six years now. This gotcha. is my sixth year. Yeah, so I'll, I'll be done actually in 25 years if I stay with the agency mm-hmm. for that long. It's a 30-year retirement, but um, I want to not only promote but finish school. So I got my bachelor's degree. I want to study business management, get a master's in business management. My job will pay for that, so there's no reason not you know to not do that, and um, and see where that leads me. I'm mm-hmm. sure doors will open up. Yeah, yeah. If I'm looking in the right direction and. I'll pursue maybe opening up a business if I find something that I'm truly passionate about. And what you'll be—you'll be 45 years old when I retire. Yeah, 49. You'll be 49, really. Yeah, I started Still. when I was ni- 19, and it's a 30-year retirement. Now imagine
0: how fast you're going to be when you're 49. Because you get faster as you get older. <laughs> like we were talking about you be running four four-minute miles.
1: I got to take care of these, dips, <laughs> these hammies. <laughs> Because I see the injuries, man. People people get hurt. They overtrain, and I don't want to be that guy. But you're it's pretty so smart,
0: easy. man. I will say, you're pretty smart with your training. You never – thank God. Thank you. You know, you haven't gotten injured thank yet. Thank God. I'm super no, grateful.
1: No, man. absolutely. i some nasty falls. Just you, being Oh, reckless. my. You want to talk about
0: falls? <laughs> is that still on the Internet? Because I'm going to talk about that fall.
1: 25-foot fall. Okay.
0: This guy, I don't know if anybody – I'm sure you all have seen a, an outside baseball field in a park where – they have the the big fence over the batter's box. we at the home plate. This guy, I'm not gonna say knucklehead because that's not nice. You but can I just say said knucklehead. this knucklehead <laughs> decides to climb. It was 25 feet. This this fencing was 25 feet above. Because it doesn't. It, when you hit a foul ball, it doesn't want the ball to go backwards right. and hit the people in the in the bleachers. This guy decides to climb and hang by his hands above the home plate and he's shimming across doing a lateral a lateral swing on his just using his hands and he falls
1: <laughs> and he had it on video at the apex of the of the arc so at the highest Dude. point of this cage i just can't feel my forearms i pumped out and i looked down usually when somebody's up high and they look down that's where they're going and that's exactly <laughs> where i went i can't believe I still
0: can't believe it. I remember when it happened and I saw the old Ronald, I saw you. I'm like, You're alive?
1: Like Oh man, I'm, you, I'm replaying it in my mind. Like dude, that's that was so, so bad. That was so reckless. And my wife was there. I told her to record it. She I wish she wouldn't have listened to me oh, now I'm in so retrospect. But um I hit the ground so hard that the earth kind of felt like it gave in a little bit. Like oh. I just bounced and, you know, senza any of you ever had whiplash? That's exactly how it felt. <laughs> a fire truck or no, an ambulance just passed by me in the background of the video as soon as i hit the ground. They did. Oh, i didn't yeah. notice that. <laughs> but luckily i didn't need one. Um i just stayed there in the ant pile that i fell in for a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> Got bit up a little bit and Gabby helped me up. She walked me to the car. Did, did Did you get injured at all? Were you sore? Um something didn't look right with my shoulder. Like there was like a little b- bone like kind of poking protruding a little bit. But then that went away, and no, I didn't get injured.
0: Crazy. I don't I don't do know that, what. Kids. Don't try that at home. Yeah, don't ever do something so dumb. I mean, don't do that, especially with no mat underneath you. I couldn't believe that. Do
1: you have the video on your phone right now? I do. Can went, I see it? It's on Instagram.
0: It's on Instagram? I'm going to go on your Instagram while I'm talking to you. So.
1: So I got a few lives left, you know, if I have nine lives. And <laughs> you got eight. I've used a lot of them.
0: Because that one was insane. But. Oh my God! Here we go. I got you on Instagram here. If you guys go to three hundred proof, at three hundred proof, that's Ronald's Instagram. Talk to me about that name, three hundred proof.
1: So, tell me. You tell me first what you think it means.
0: I think that when you got strong ass alcohol, it's a hundred proof. There you go. But you got <laughs> Ronald's three hundred proof. So you better fucking step your game up because there that's as go. strong
1: as it gets. Whatever the strongest drink you've ever you've ever had, double that. So that's what it is? That's what a taste I, of Ronald is like. I love it. I
0: love it. So I was right. Yeah. All you're, right. You're 100% on point. Awesome. Here. Yeah. And when did that name come about?
1: When I was creating my um my Instagram account. I Oh, you thought all of that? We all with stupid names. Yeah, of course. Of if course. anybody's proud of your Instagram name, let me know. <laughs> Unless it's like
0: your normal name.
1: I remember you are talking about Eric Perez's coconut. <laughs> oh, Eric Perez's
0: coconut. He still has it. That's Eric Perez's coconut, baby.
1: And I didn't want to just have my normal name. That's boring. You
0: know? Yeah, I guess you're right. But then Dynamite came about. Dynamite. How did that come about?
1: Uh, explosiveness in wrestling. I would immediately shoot off the whistle. Oh, really? Yeah. You went straight for the takedown? Straight for the takedown off the whistle. That was my thing. And, and that explosiveness translates to Dynamite.
0: That's awesome. I like that.
1: It's not from J.J. Walker. Who's J.J. Walker? He's a, I think he's from the show Good Times. I'm not 100% sure. But oh, Dynamite! That's, yeah, that's right. Dynamite. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Akbar, the commentator from Ninja Warriors, the one who, who put that in my head. He's like, Did he Dynamite. really? Is that what he said? That was, yeah, that was what he said when I did my first season.
0: That's awesome. Ronald, I can't find this video, man. Is it no, at the it's, bottom? It's deep, man. It's okay, because I'm, I'm, I'm at the bottom of your Instagram.
1: Oh crap! The lost files. It's all good. Don't worry about it, guys. Don't swipe to the bottom of my Instagram. Why? I've had Instagram for years.
0: Yeah, but they can still swipe to the bottom and see you fall off the, t- the fence. Dude, no, never climb. I'll 20- probably
1: repost that video. You have to just like as I- gratitude. Like I'm just so thankful. I'm that. grateful that I survived. I didn't die.
0: <laughs> no, and that's not. A, it's like it's crazy because that's a death wall. It really is, or at least you know
1: that you was c- one of the scariest feelings. Like letting go. And, and not knowing what was going to happen when I hit the ground.
0: And the thing is, it's not exactly a good quality, the video. Yeah. But,
1: man. My
0: Lord. So how long have you been doing Ninja for?
1: Um, Since Ninja Lounge in 2015. I started Ninja in April 2015.
0: And what got you into that?
1: Um, They came to my school. Is that you? Ronald with hair
0: Ronald with hair I'm sorry I I gotta stop looking at this because I still have hair I still have a little bit But it was really long
1: Yeah
0: Ronald with Instagram Oh my god Look at you I gotta stop looking at this I gotta look at this later And then I'll just text you Pictures of yourself
1: Guys, Instagram is the devil.
0: <laughs> Social media is pretty,
1: there's a lot of good in it. You ever catch yourself just swiping, like, what am I doing? I know I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, you absolutely. Can't stop swiping. It's like a drug. It's bad. Eat that fix. It's true. It's that really bad. me all the time, but I'm still on it. So. Yeah,
0: I know, but unfortunately, you can get good things out of it. Well, fortunately, you can get good things out of it. You can get positive, a lot of positive influence, I will say. You could Self- also get negative, but you had to have self-control Yeah. With, with that. It's addictive. It's a drug, just like anything else. Recreational drug, I should call it. Yeah. Just like sugar. It's a recreational drug, too.
1: So, you asked me how long <laughs> I was doing Ninja. Um, yeah. I started back in 2015. And what got you into it? Oh, they came to my, my university at FIU. Oh. They filmed the show there at FIU. Oh, I think that's right. Season six or seven. Yeah. And I was one of the people in the audience, on camera audiences. And I, looking at it, you know, it doesn't look like much. It doesn't. I'm like, oh, I can do when that. When you do it, it's different. Oh, it's completely different. <laughs> Oh wow, that looked yeah. bigger, that looked smaller, it's
0: hard as F.
1: Yeah. yeah, so that convinced me that I had what it takes. You know, I was like a 19 year old at the time, cocky myself, ass bastard. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I could do a couple pull ups, so I thought this shouldn't be anything. And I decided to apply, you know, and they actually called me back my first time applying. And then, you know, you have an amazing story.
0: Well, just being so young and so accomplished, we always talk about that. 23 years old, have a great career, have a home. You know That's huge in itself. And I always talk about it. And that's all the athletic feats that you achieved. I think that's
1: such a huge feat at a young age.
0: Yeah. It really is. So shout I out n- to your parents. your, your <laughs> audience
1: is like older people or not older people. I don't know. Not
0: kids. I don't even know who they are. You know who <laughs> Some of them <laughs> so I do.
1: kids listening. I just want you to know that when people tell you they believe in you and that your future is now – listen to them that's one thing i take pride in i always listen to my elders i respect my elders and i wouldn't be where i am today if it wasn't for you know having both parents always instill their values and their beliefs in me my mom always prayed for me told me be like a sponge and soak up all the knowledge and and those things weren't corny i mean yeah they were a little cheesy but at the same time it's like that stuff you you end up becoming it like it 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 translates into reality for you. And um, I'm so, so grateful for these people believing in me and caring enough about me to tell me that I'm capable, of whatever I did or whatever I, I, you know, I, I, I wanted. That's awesome. If it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't have put in that application for the show. I probably wouldn't have put in my job application and have the career I have now. A lot of things I would have just sold myself short on. And I see other people do it all the time.
0: It's true. It is true. And it sucks because who said it? I don't know if it was the Bronx tale or Goodfellas. There's nothing worse than wasted talent, you know, and it's the truth because you talent gets wasted through lack of hard work, lack of focus, lack of good influence, you know. Yeah. And fortunately, your talent didn't get wasted. You're still utilizing it, and you're expanding on it, and you got hard work, and that's the best mix.
1: Yeah. Man, don't settle. And if you're at a place where you're not comfortable at, you know, just look at what the next thing is. Yeah. What can make you comfortable? Absolutely. Push open doors. For real. Big time. I truly believe in that. Oh, yeah. Every cell in my body believes that.
0: Believes in what exactly?
1: Is not turning down opportunities. Like when somebody offers you something or an opportunity comes up, know that that happened for a reason. And at least... You know, take a peek at it. Oh, oh, crack it open a little bit. It might not be for you, yeah. but don't just completely write it off as foolishness. Yeah,
0: or if it's not for you, try it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah,
1: just just try things.
0: Did you? Did that happen to you? I mean, aside from Ninja Warrior, aside from being a police officer, anything else that came to you in that sense that you took and ran with?
1: <laughs> the biggest example of it is um, is like becoming a big brother because – I was always the youngest brother. Oh, really? So I'm like, what do I have to offer? You know, mm, okay. Who, who did I ever mentor? Who did, who learned from me? And then um, I, you know, figured out that I could use the same knowledge that was passed down to me and pay it forward to another youth. You know, someone who
0: that's who awesome. It. That is cool. So, really know, cool. That
1: imposter syndrome, just getting past that, and and recognizing that you know you have a talent, you have a gift, and it's it can be shared.
0: It's true. It really is. No matter who you are, you learn from everybody. Yeah, that's why, man. I, I'll, I'll talk to anybody about anything, and I'll, you'll learn something from them. You'll learn from anybody. You know, you could take positive out of everything.
1: And you inspired me when you, you know you said you were going for the SWAT, and, and I'm like, you know, that's that is. No one knows about that. Nobody. Knows. <laughs> it's okay. Oh. <laughs> I love you, Ronald.
0: No, I appreciate that to to, to inspire you. That's a, that's an honor. Very cool. Because
1: no, you yeah. got a lot going on. And that's something that people will be like, ah, you know, I I got too much on my plate already.
0: You do. Everybody does, you know.
1: But you you still somehow figure out how to fit other things.
0: You have to or else you're going to die. Yeah. And you want to, you want to, and I always hear people say this all the time. You want to, you want to write a good book. You want people to have an interesting, you want to have an interesting book. So I want to have a book for my kids. Exactly. So you
1: have a kid and you might have more, you know. you Got one on the way. So you You know, we'll have more. (laughs) So you know,
0: you you know, it's the same thing. Like if someone's gonna pick up your book, is it gonna be interesting? You know, how what are you gonna leave behind?
1: You're not gonna remember the um, hours spent on Instagram or Facebook or just videotaping stuff. You know, you're you're gonna remember the experiences that made (laughs) you feel most alive.
0: It's true, man.
1: The show makes me feel alive. Ninja Warrior makes me feel alive. Of course,
0: you got every sense. When you're on that stage, I could imagine every, every sense. sense is just, you know? Oh, yeah, it's electrifying. Electrifying, man. I could imagine. Never been on that. I've been on the test. I tested the course. I never got on the show. But, dude, I could imagine stepping on that Your stage. Has, you know, yeah, Casey has. He knows. So being on that stage, man. It's unlike anything else. That's a rush.
1: And you, I'm sure you get an adrenaline dump every time you, you're saving somebody's life or you pull up Twelve. to a real gnarly.
0: Yeah, you got to stay calm, though. That's the biggest thing, like you said. You, you talked about when you get into a bad situation, on an obstacle, within an obstacle, or at work, you got to stay calm.
1: Yeah, you can't blink out. Nope. you got to be Let calm. Training kick in. That's yeah. the importance of training. Yeah. And You're going to ca- revert to your highest level of training every time.
0: That's where that's where it falls to. Yep. You're going to fall to your highest level of training. There you go. Yeah. I forgot. Someone's, there's all these quotes that float around in my head that I forget the exact quotes. I just butcher them. They know them. Who they are. I just butcher them all day. <laughs>
1: But I wrote speaking of quotes. You mind if I uh, No,
0: not at all. I don't mind if you say anything. Go.
1: I'm going to read this quote. Go ahead. Some people hope to win and some people expect to win. And I think that's a huge difference maker between hoping and then actually expecting. Hmm. What do you think about that?
0: Um is it better to hope to win or expect to win?
1: Well, I can get
0: I when I hear I expect to win, can be an I could Perceive that as being a negative thing because you're expecting to win, but hoping to win could also be a negative thing too. Because oh, I hope I could win, or I would look at it and say, I will do everything in my power to win. You know, that's that's my take on it. Because that seems like it's like an equal, equal um, on each on each side of that, hoping and expecting. They can have two I'm negatives
1: towards the. I rather expect to win, yeah, than to hope to win. What's what's a hope in a in a hope in a prayer that's like just. Just hoping. Yeah. You know, expecting it is, is holding yourself to such a high standard that anything less than that is not acceptable.
0: That's good, too. But it could also be like, could it be underestimating your opponent or underestimating your challenge, expecting to win? It's like, oh, I could, I expect her to win, you know? It's all perception, I guess. It's all how you perceive it and how you say it to yourself. I guess you could take that quote and make it your own. Yeah, exactly. You, you know?
1: There's no How right do, so you message.
0: take it in the way where
1: I have to win up here first before I even step foot on that court. So you ex,
0: I expect to win this?
1: I, I trust my training. And I don't expect to win everything. Uh huh. But if I'm stepping to that starting platform, I'm there for a reason. I'm there because oh, I yeah. expect to win. You know, I've didn't I've done the the, the hard work.
0: Absolutely. Already.
1: You know, now this is just letting the tape roll.
0: Yeah. Where'd you get that quote from? Did you write that or no? That's from um from the book. Lanny
1: Bassam, he's the author of the book with Winning in Mind. So,
0: so that quote obviously he would want people to his people to expect to win. Step there. Do you hope or do you expect? So do you hope expect to win or do you expect? every
1: time? Expect every time. But then the uh, the next quote is you can have a game plan going into it, but you can't anticipate every variable, every movement, or something that goes wrong with an apparatus with how you approach it. If you make that adjustment, you're going to be more, accessi- more successful. So you're still expecting to win, but you should also expect adversity. Don't expect to win to be handed to you. Yeah. So I need to okay. conjoin those two things. Expect something to go wrong. Yeah. Because nine out of ten times it will. It's going to go wrong. Course. Yeah, you've never done these obstacles before. Yeah. So I need to be able to anticipate it and then rely on my training and experience to figure it out and keep going.
0: Absolutely, because your training is already it. there.
1: It's already there. It's,
0: I, th- I, think, I think it's so much, I'm not going to say it's so much more simple than that. I just think that b- being calm is the biggest thing. Like, not letting something get to you. Even like I'm sure that that book's amazing, and I'm sure it's going to help you. It's just going to be another tool for the toolbox. But I think that it's just going to fall back to helping you and the athlete, whatever level you're at, to stay calm. It's just another thing for you to stay calm. That's really what it comes down to because if you're calm under fire, that's the difference maker in a lot of things. That's where the
1: meditation comes in. Yeah, right? Once I pair this up with meditation, I think I'll get so much more clarity. I'll be able to drown out the noise. In this um, past World Finals um, stage one I did, I I put in noise-canceling earphones. Yeah. But it it wasn't enough. There was still a sensory overload, and I think that's because I'm missing the the mental – calmness that i need that i will get from meditation so i'm optimistic you
0: ronald you're already there that's the thing it really it's the tr- it, it's just you know from f- first seeing you train um just as an outsider's perspective um Thank you. it's just being it it really is I'm, I'm not trying to preach to you by any means because everything that you're doing is great and reading and doing all that is it's all going to help you improve in anything but it's really like you said just calm it's it's just staying calm is the biggest factor in everything. In a shitty situation, in in the the, the fucking world championships and the Super Bowl, it's just staying calm. Be like, this ain't bigger than me. Yeah. This isn't bigger than me. And I agree, 100%. You know,
1: it's, it's now me um, manifesting how to stay calm. Exactly. That That's another. <laughs> yeah, you know, you can say stay calm all you day. Could, exactly. When your heart's at 180, you know, beats per minute, you're like, I'm trying. <laughs> Jackhammer. Yeah, you, you got to
0: slow it down. Maybe yeah. you can learn how to slow it down. There you go. Yeah. And that's another fact the breathing techniques are huge with that. Yeah. Yeah. You'll learn all that. And that
1: applies to whoever you, whoever's listening right now, it doesn't matter what sport or discipline you're in. That that applies to anything. Oh yeah. Stuff hits the fan, you know, if you just got an emergency, family emergency or something, you have to stay calm in order to think through it and make the best decision.
0: If anything, that's the biggest situation. Friend family emergency. family emergency. To to stay calm in a family emergency. That's gonna hold everybody together. Know
1: that you're no help to anybody if you can't. If stay you're freaking calm, out, get where you need to get safely.
0: Exactly, you're no help to anybody, and that's what they teach us as as a first responder, man. The first thing, it's 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 not your emergency. You have to get there safely to help them. You getting upset and freaking out at a situation like that is not gonna help the person who's who's bleeding out. It's not gonna make them freak out more. Yeah, it's not. It's gonna not gonna help the family. You gotta stay calm. It, it it's so like you said, it's so simple. Easier said than done. Gotta stay calm, baby. That's
1: it. Stay calm. That should be the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> stay
0: calm with Ronald. Washington. Especially
1: with everything going on, like right now, like outside of at this table, like oh yeah, coronavirus, all that stuff. Like, oh man, we, don't even get me started on coronavirus. Yeah, we don't have to get. We don't have to go there. I want to get started. But we Ronald, do though. need to stay calm. Everybody I think it's so
0: fake. I don't think it's fake. I think it's the flu. People are dying. I think it's the flu, Ronald. It's the flu.
1: So they're just like, yeah, people are dying. People, from the flu, but, people but they're are, also dying. But
0: I think people are dying because they they already had um, health issues before that. People that are dying.
1: The one guy in Florida who died was 70, year old, 70 years old. With respiratory history. And he had respiratory issues. And he was in a nursing home.
0: I mean, you can, anybody can die from the flu. Is that Sorry. a defense mechanism you have For up For me? Yeah. No, it's just I don't like the news making everything s- sound scary. I Remember H1N1, the swine flu? Yeah. You remember the SARS virus? You remember when they had the whole uh, E. coli scare? When they had uh, all these different viruses. that uh, What was the other one? There were so many different ones.
1: Yeah, I think you named most
0: of them. There was more. There was more. I only named a few. So it's just like it just keeps going and going. And, and media doesn't help anything. It never does. I'm sorry.
1: I saw a funny meme. 700 people died of um, of the coronavirus. And then it said, like, however millions of people die from AIDS every year, but nobody wants to wear a condom. Yeah. It's just like,
0: what? <laughs> or how about drunk driving? Let's talk about that. That's a fucking virus. I know, but you if
1: we're know. in a state of emergency, you know, us as first responders, we can't overlook that. No, you I wear my mask. If it does hit the fan and expect us to, you know, know what's going on and be able to give some, some clear direction. No, but yeah. You can't just say, you know, it's a,
0: I just don't like the news. I don't like it at all. I'm sorry, man. And I wear my mask on calls. When I got people that are sick, I always wear my mask. I put my goggles on. I give it to them. Hey, put a mask on. PPE. What are you doing? You know, I had a lady with the flu the other day. I had to wear a mask. You know, I put a mask on her as soon as we got there. And that's it. I mean,
1: just in general, like when this whole thing is over with, like everybody should always maintain that, you know, cleansiness, use, use hand sanitizer, don't, you know, sneeze without covering your mouth. Like
0: We've always said that, though it's that's like the biggest thing in schools when you walk into a school
1: but, but why is it that like i was working at this church um yesterday and i'm not gonna name the church but nobody wanted to shake hands i mean the weeks before everybody shaking all hands hugging, kissing you know shaking hands for 10 minutes but now it's like fist, fist bump, bump or nothing it's like and i was watching the pastor like use a paper to open up the door
0: oh that's great <laughs> Dude, it's always been flu season. It's always been. It's you know, funny. you're not you know, just wash your hands, shake people's hands, give kisses. Just wash your hands. It's everything is the same. You're going to get the coronavirus. If you're not
1: feeling well, st- stay home. Stay home. Don't spread it everywhere.
0: Good lord. Oh my gosh.
1: But stay calm. <laughs> exactly.
0: Stay calm with stay Ronald calm. Washington. Are you kidding me? What but- else you got, Ronald?
1: Drink more kombucha. Drink more. Oh, my
0: goodness. You can't even. That was
1: good. It made me have. To
0: you eat. can't even get enough of that because I think um, kombucha keeps me cold free. I haven't had kombucha for three weeks and then I got a cold.
1: If you guys haven't tried kombucha. <laughs> Luigi's <laughs> drinking Synergy. GT's. It's from Publix. I'm drinking mother kombucha, lavender mojito. And, man, it, <laughs> it gets you feeling right. <laughs> it
0: gets oh, the, my goodness. Flowing. You crack me up. No, but I think the digestive part comes from your gut, man. It helps with your immune system. And I think that's a fact. I'm, yeah, I'm almost positive. one
1: thing I didn't mention. I take a lot of fiber every day, guys. Even though I eat foods with a lot of fiber, that keeps everything just moving. What do you moving. take? Um, it's 100% psyllium husk. It's a oh, you Kirkland do? Signature brand. Oh,
0: you do the, uh, what's it called? Metamucil.
1: No, no, no. Yeah, it's, the it's the it's same. It's the same. It's the same. But Metamucil has flavors in it. Yeah. I just drink mine in capsule form. No way you do that. Yeah, yeah. My and buddy it does it at work all the time, and he's it like, works. I
0: take the biggest dumps. He's like, because I have a three. Good. I go, I go. Why do you take it every every night? He goes, because I have a three pound dump every morning.
1: <laughs> he might be enjoying that too much. Oh yeah, you haven't even <laughs> know. He is enjoying it. Oh man. But, but if you can take a dump before so, you work out, the hall, you're going to have a great workout. Oh yeah, cuz then you got
0: to go yeah, or before a competition.
1: A whole hour of having a poop and you're trying to lift heavy weights.
0: Dude, before a race, I'll 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 go like four times. Same here. Yeah, right.
1: I, man, I was talking about this to my friends in North Carolina for the World Championships. Dude, when you have something coming up like a Spartan race or Ninja course whatever, your body goes into this like Shit mode. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> let's just call it that. I got a shit before it's I go. Like, I need out to there. clear everything out. Like, if you want it's, it's to lose some weight real quick, you got a wedding coming up, sign up. Sign up for a 5K <laughs> or something. You'll go into shit mode. You'll blow up the porta potty. You'll take four shits before oh that starting line. Starts.
0: I don't know what I like more than what we're talking about or are you saying the word shit.
1: Because <laughs> you never I mean, curse. <laughs> it feels good, though, when you have that empty feeling. You're oh, like, it's great. Yeah, let's go. But you got to get up extra early. Get it and you all gotta out. use the porta potty before everybody else uses it. So sign up for the early wave. And
0: bring wipes with you. Bring wipies. Bring wipes
1: and wash your hands. Bring a whole
0: pack and wash your hands so you don't give coronavirus to anybody. <laughs> you filthy animals. <laughs> yeah, you filthy animals. <laughs> taking taking dumps and not washing your hands. You know who you are. Yeah, you know who you are, <laughs> Ben. <laughs> if anybody's gonna take a dump and not wash your hands, it's Ben.
1: Don't shake Ben's hand. Ben has
0: coronavirus. <laughs> so wh- however he got it, he's got it he's he's patient zero so whatever but oh i wanted to talk to you about not it's all out. right don't comment <laughs> ben already knows did you hear the podcast we had with Ben with us at the at the spartan race up in mulberry
1: dude i I heard most of it I oh because it. me and
0: i ben got it got a good
1: yeah, it sp- was tick- you t- casey ben and- oh
0: it was me ben eric perez ruben alex and mario oh, Okay, and uh
1: I heard Mario. Yeah, just the
0: five animals in a house. <laughs> Crazy. Fucking animal
1: house. I know that was a good time, though.
0: It was good. It was fun. We had a good time.
1: But shout out to Ben, because that guy is, um, he's a local psychologist.
0: Oh, yeah. Had him, him on the show. Florida. Did you listen to that one? I did. Okay. I did. Yeah. Great. Ben's
1: awesome. He he got my head right before um, last year when I ended up, you know, qualifying for the national finals. Right before I went to Atlanta, we, t- we did a uh, uh, deep, you know, session, one hour session, walked around the lake. No it way! Even no wrote way. me out nine things, nine truths that I needed to to focus on to to get my thoughts together and be ready for the competition. That's great. And, you know, thank you, Ben. I appreciate that.
0: Oh wow, Ben, you're a very intelligent guy. You're a filthy animal, but you're very intelligent, very knowledgeable, and sometimes you're handsome. Sometimes
1: you're super sweaty though. Put on <laughs> a shirt, guys, <laughs> thank you, Ronald. Put on a shirt, Ben. <laughs> tired of I love that. it. I love it ain't your living room <laughs> oh
0: my goodness I, I could go man when ben talks about eating pasta with his bare hands i can't
1: oh he said yeah listen to the episode he,
0: he that. says it he briefly touches on it but i'll never savage. forget him saying that if he said yeah he is i thought i was a savage <laughs> no dude you just don't want to eat on plates that's fine <laughs> i
1: don't but, want to dirty people's dishes man yeah he's thinking about not,
0: not wasting a dish he's eating he's cutting an avocado <laughs> on a piece of paper i'm like Ronald, what are you doing
1: you know you, but, know, you don't like when people come to your house and dirty your dishes. Dude, I,
0: I gave you a dish. You didn't even use it. Back. I put a dish in front of them.
1: Somebody else can use it.
0: It's all good. <laughs> so what else you got? Because we're coming up. We're closing it out soon. I want I want to hear more. What do you got on your mind? Anything else?
1: What haven't we covered? Um.
0: <laughs> if you got nothing, it's all good, Ronald. Yeah, we can close it out. Oh, man. the World Championships! Ronald qualified for the National Ninja League World Championships. He just went there. Um, explain to us how it went. If you don't, if you, I know you're not happy about yeah, it. Yeah, but there's ups and downs, man.
1: That's it. Okay. The good, the good thing is I didn't go out on the first obstacle. That's always nice. That's you know, good. Cause you, you fly out to wherever state. You spend a lot of money. Um, luckily, I didn't have to buy a hotel. My friends were nice enough to let me stay there. But um, arriving at that Coliseum. In North Carolina, was really cool. There was a bunch of ninjas from all over the world there. All over the world. And, you know, you're competing with the best of the best. This is the world championships. But I think if I had worked on my mental state prior, it would have been a much better outcome for me. Unfortunately, I didn't. And um, I went out halfway through stage one. I just missed qualifying for stage two by maybe... 10 to 15 spots. Um, I'm going to go back next year. It was such a great experience. And, you know, obviously I'm going to get back up, brush myself off, and try it again because the training never stops. I don't just train for ninja. I train for life. Be functionally fit for your family, not just for yourself. You need someone to do it for. You have kids. You have a wife. You have anybody that cares about you. Take care of your health so that's one less thing they have to worry about. Does that make sense? I'm talking to myself here, so I'm hoping you're saying yes. It does. All right, guys. This is uh, Wrestle Your Perception Podcast, and it is now my show. It is my show. I'm just telling them it's my show. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm. There was not much to talk about on stage one. I learned from it. I learned from the mistake as we as we discussed already, and I'm ready to move on. You know. National Ninja League is cool, but American Ninja Warrior, the TV show, is is really where it's at. And and um that's the next step. That's about a month from now, so I have no time to, to sit there and cry about what happened in North Carolina. But I'm going to, like I trained today, I'm going to keep doing that with Kaye and everybody else and come back ten times stronger.
0: You have a country twang to when you talk. You said oh, North yeah. Carolina. What, what is
1: that from? I just heard it now. I work with a bunch of, um, let's let's just say, country people. Country, country boys. Dip spitters. Dip spitters. <laughs> that's so, awesome. So, and I went to the academy in in Tallahassee. So there was a lot of, um, oh my god, that's a hilarious. lot of country guys. So that influences your accent? I think it does. Yeah, because yeah, you said North Carolina. Oh my god, it does, man. But I'm definitely not country. I'm from Miami Gardens.
0: You're from Miami Gardens? Yeah, originally. Wait. Oh, okay. Where at? I used to work over there
1: near the stadium.
0: That's where I worked. near That's where I, that's the oh, station where I worked for okay, a little bit.
1: There's a, a, a area called Riverview near the stadium. That's where I was raised.
0: Okay, and where do you, where does your family live now?
1: Uh, they live in Broward County.
0: Oh, okay, it's cool. Not,
1: not too far from me.
0: You didn't go to uh, Carroll City High School? No, I didn't go. They to got Carroll a good City. football
1: team. I ended up moving to Miramar, which is just outside of Miami. Okay, and um, that's where I went. That high school in Miramar.
0: Okay, right on. So, you explained to them the NNL? Sorry, guys. I had to go to the bathroom.
1: Yeah. I wanted to end on a high note, but Luigi brought up the NNL. So. I had to bring it
0: up, man. It's, people can't see you and be like, this guy's perfect at everything. You got to have mistakes. That's 100%. Come on, Ronald. Guys. Mr. I have perfect. A lot
1: of flaws. I'm very, um, oh, let me not get started in my flaws. But <laughs> I do want to, you know, inspire people. And I, I know flaws inspire people, but they do.
0: They really do. Like, when
1: you focus on your flaws too much, you, you kind of exacerbate it.
0: No, but you know what? You don't you don't focus on your flaws but you got to mention them yeah, and you got to right. have shortcomings because yeah. everybody does and it just matters how you come back from
1: it that's true how man. you bounce and back and how you it keeps you humble
0: yeah you keep training you keep working hard at bettering yourself every day so yeah.
1: one thing is I, nothing, I will dude. never quit i've been going atp since they opened up yeah man absolutely one of the ogs
0: that's it you are definitely so all right you know what we're going to end this on this note because um when we used to have the atomic wars, i remember you and gabby used to compete and you guys domination did, <laughs> you guys did so awesome at it uh we don't do the the co-ed division anymore but uh i think probably i don't know if we're gonna probably gonna do it next year because with the baby coming and everything we want to plan another event i don't know if we're gonna do the co-ed event again
1: it got boring what? with me and Gabby on the podium. Everything I know, man. You Ooh. and Gabby, <laughs>
0: I'll make see. I've given Ronald ended on a high note for him.
1: Yeah, what would you guys want? it twice?
0: Two years. It was only three years we had it, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys won all three years. Yeah, yeah, man. And they had some stiff competition. I will tell you,
1: you did. we had some it was close. Yeah,
0: it was awesome. But they won.
1: Gabby, you stepped up to the plate. Yeah, man, Ronald, baby.
0: Don't be scared of the pressure, Gabby. You got all the ability. Yeah.
1: Pressure makes diamonds. That's it, baby. Right on. So, guys,
0: we're going to close it out. Ronald, thank you so much. Had a great time.
1: Luigi, it's been a pleasure, man. Oh, man. Thank you for the kombucha. I got to pee again. Okay, go pee, man. Perfect. That works. No, let's just close it out. Guys,
0: the podcast, once again, is brought to you by Atomic Training and Performance for all your obstacle training needs and also brought to you by the Thin Line Concept. If you need something laser engraved, they got you covered. And at the beginning of the podcast, I already stated where you could find the websites, the Instagrams. And you can also find Ronald at, at 300proof on Instagram. You could follow this guy, get inspired, or you can get upset at him for how good looking he is and how athletic he is and smart he is. <laughs> guys,
1: but stay calm. Stay
0: calm, baby. <laughs> stay calm with Ronald Washington. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, leave us a review. That just helps us grow. So thank you, guys. Take care. This is the music right now.